Hello and welcome back to the This Week in Music podcast. I am your host, Dan Pizzani, and if you found this podcast, then you may have found it through the WICB.org home, well, excuse me, podcast page, or you found it through Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you find your podcasts. Please check out all the amazing content we have here available on the station for Innovation 91.7 FM WICB. We have a lot of great content uh, across the entertainment and music world, so make sure to check it all out. But for now, we have a week to recap in music, and I say a week, but we really have two weeks. I was unable to do a podcast, obviously, uh, two weeks ago, and you know, I thought there won't be any music news. You know, nothing's going to happen while I'm gone, and everything happened while I was gone. So we have a lot to catch up on in this coming podcast. I think we should just jump right in with some of the biggest headlines in the past two weeks in music, and one of them that jumps off the bat right away is uh, the new remix of Creep from Tom York. Obviously, Radiohead is a modern rock band, uh, if there ever was one. And the new edition of the, uh, you know, obviously classic Radiohead song, Creep, uh, is long. I think that's the best way to describe it. The remix was featured in a fashion show uh, over in Japan. Obviously, Tom York did it for for that reason. It's called Creep, and then in parentheses, the very 2021 remix. Now, I don't know if this is a response to the fact that Dave Chappelle went on stage with the Foo Fighters, and sang creep i don't i don't know um but they did uh you know remix it pretty quickly afterwards i don't think that's why i just think it's very interesting that you know there's these two very different versions of creep available out there on the interweb now like i said this one's long it's kind of scary i wouldn't listen to it alone in the dark um it's definitely something to be listened to maybe in a public space uh it just sounds it sounds very radiohead you know uh and, and it's um uh, i'm sure tom york did that on purpose you know he has that new side project the smile uh, which is yet to release an album, but it did play live at the Glastonbury live stream a few weeks ago, which we did cover on this podcast. So, uh, you know, obviously Tom York is still out there and uh, doing some stuff, and hopefully we'll hear from his new project pretty soon. Speaking of new projects, uh, Ben Gibbard, someone who's featured quite a bit on the station for innovation, whether it be for Death Cab for Cutie or the Postal Service, he has a new electronic song out as well. Uh, it is uh, made along with the electronic music producer Scott Hansen. The song is called Only Love, and uh, it's the first time that, uh, Ben Gibbard has made any electronic music really since the Postal Service, which has a great live album out uh, available on streaming services. That really is uh, a very cool uh, album out there. And obviously, if you if you know that album, if you know that band, you may know the song Such Great Heights. That's one of their biggest hits from the Postal Service. It, the new song, though, however, Only Love, is it's very soft. It's very uh, Ben Gibbard. He has not released anything since the Georgia EP in 2021 with Death Cab for Cutie. It's where they covered songs by other Georgia artists. This is when the uh, presidential election was going on, around that time, anyway. And um, uh, I, I have listened to it, and I can confirm that Waterfalls by TLC is on it, and they did do it, and if that's not a reason enough to go check it out, um, then then I don't know what what is, you know? If one of my favorite bands covers Waterfalls, I just, I stop what I'm doing, drop whatever I'm working on, and, and go and listen, because that's a mandatory thing. But uh, yeah, no, the, the new song by Ben Gibbard um, out there is, is very interesting, and it sounds kind of like the Postal Service. So another thing to keep in mind in terms of new releases and this one isn't a new release but it's something that's new and I, I I saw it and I was like what I couldn't believe it Bob Weir that's right Bob Weir from the Grateful Dead is now on TikTok and yeah I know uh, that I, I know what I know what face you're making I know that you're surprised by hearing this 
It's exactly what I thought when I got this news. I never thought that I would use the sentence, Bob Weir and TikTok together, unless I was saying, you know, Bob Weir does not know what TikTok is. He's just, you know, he's a member of the Grateful Dead. Nothing against him. I just didn't think that someone uh, like Bob Weir would ever be on there. I think it's very cool, though. Um, he has two videos out as of the taping of this podcast. He has an intro video where he says he'll be posting some life tips some uh, musical things on here. He also says that, you know, his kids asked him to make a TikTok account. Uh, and then he has a video of him trying to play Sugar Magnolia. And I say trying because he really is. He keeps getting interrupted and messing up and he keeps, you know, introing the song, but he never actually makes his way through it. I was like, wow, I I, I didn't think that Bob Weir maybe could, could use a refresher on how to play that song. But I guess it happens to the best of them. You know, if it happens to him, it can happen to anybody else. But I was very... Um, intrigued by this. I had to check it out right away. And also, he starts every video by saying, hi, we're here, or we're here, uh, you know, stuff like that. You know, he I, that's just, you know, a golden opportunity he's taking advantage of right there. And that's reason enough to go and watch these uh, electric videos that he has there on TikTok. So hopefully, Bob Weir can make his way through Sugar Magnolia and all the other great dead songs, and we can uh, have more funny content, more entertaining content here on the TikTok talk from the Bob Weir. I, I thought that was definitely something that needs to be mentioned. Uh, you know, maybe not the Grateful Dead being played a ton on WICB, but there is a band that does get some play on WICB, which is Soccer Mommy, and uh, she released a new song uh, that was out on the 15th. That was a Friday. It's called Rom-Com 2004, and BJ Burton worked on the song. He's best known for his work in Bon Iver, and it, you can kind of tell when you listen to the song. It's definitely different there's definitely a new style being brought to the table here. The video, or excuse me, the song comes with a video, uh, which features, I guess it's like a me style, M-I-I, you know, the me's from when you had a we. That wasn't that long ago. I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, it's that style video of, I guess it's supposed to be Soccer Mommy, riding around on like a motorcycle or like a motorbike in a city. I thought it was very interesting. Um, I, yeah, I, I think more bands should release me's of themselves in general. But anyway, um, the song is definitely kind of different. It sounded to me like Soccer Mommy was joining Nine Inch Nails. You know, it, it was it was a different sound. Um, and like I said, the fact that there's a new producer uh, on this song definitely comes through, and you can really tell uh, in this newest track. Let's shift our focus here a little bit to some of the music documentaries that have been announced are going to be coming out in the coming weeks. Again, I, I took a week off. I didn't think anything was going to happen. And like all of this news came out and I feel like we should now break it up and talk about some of these films. Now, as of the release of, of this uh, podcast, there is a new uh, release on Hulu. It features Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney. It's basically Paul McCartney just going through all of the Beatles tunes and giving incredible details. And it's basically everything that a Beatles fan would want and hope for and more. You know, if you are sitting around and you thought, man, you know, I really wish Paul McCartney would just put himself in a room with a piano and Rick Rubin and talk about old Beatles songs and just tell stories. Well, then you're in luck. And um, uh, that seems to be exactly what it is. I'm sure Rick Rubin doesn't have any shoes on and he has that white t-shirt and that long beard as we would hope he is. I know that uh, he himself is a Beatles fanatic just from things I've read about him and uh, a few 
films that I've seen that he is in. So I'm sure he'll be asking all of the right questions. And, uh, you know, and I'm sure Rick is pretty happy to hear that, you know, Paul is alive. I know there's that um, a conspiracy that Paul McCartney actually died back in the 60s and they replaced him with somebody else. And if you play certain songs backward, you can hear references to this. Um, I'm sure Rick is trying to crack that code right now and see if he's the real Paul, which we know he is. It's one of those crazy fan conspiracies, but it's certainly something that I just love bringing up because, you know, I'm one of those Beatles nerds who needs to watch every second of this. So uh, if you are a Beatles nerd like me out there, then you're in luck because this film is out on Hulu as of now. There is another film coming out uh, that isn't available at the moment, but it's coming out on September 24th. It's called I'll Be Your Mirror, a tribute to the Velvet Underground and Nico. Uh, the executive producer is Hal Wilner, who is an American music producer who actually passed away uh, in 2020 due to uh, COVID complications. But the film has some covers uh, from the Velvet Underground, uh, sung by Michael Stipe and Courtney Barnett. Iggy Pop is on here, St. Vincent. We see Sharon Van Etten, Kurt Vile, Angel Olsen. Star-studded cast here, people, uh, of uh, a lot of great musicians of today who are obviously very influenced by the Velvet Underground. But when I say that, who isn't? Like, who is not influenced by the Velvet Underground? I, I can't point to anyone and say there's no Velvet Underground in them. You know, it's just one of those things. So it should be fun. The Velvet Underground is Obviously, a very legendary band, and it could be a great way to celebrate uh, some of the work of the late Hal Wilner as well. And another documentary that is coming out soon is actually going to be made by Dan Auerbeck of the Black Keys. It's going to be on Dr. John, a, the New Orleans musician. This is Auerbeck's first time directing a film, but he's not unfamiliar with Dr. John. He did produce his 2012 album, Locked Down, and that won a Grammy for Best Blues Album, and Auerbach won a, a Grammy for uh, production of that album. And it turns out it was actually Dr. John's final album because a few years later uh, he passed away from a heart attack. So obviously Dan Auerbach is someone who's was very close with him and knows a lot of people uh, around there. I'm sure he has a lot of access to them, and it's going to be a compelling story, hopefully uh, something that will be available for the masses. I'm sure it will be. Uh, and just something really to look forward to again as Dan Auerbach looks to celebrate the work of Dr. John. Let's switch our focus here now to some of the news coming out of the guitar world specifically because I saw two headlines uh, that are coming out in that area. Fender is bringing back Kurt Cobain's Jagstang. Jagstang. Jag. That's hard to try and say that 20 times fast. Jagstang. To celebrate uh, the 30th anniversary of Nevermind. Now, obviously, this is a combination of the Jaguar and the Mustang, the uh, two Fender guitars. Now, obviously, those aren't quite as popular as maybe the Telecaster and the Stratocaster, but they are obviously still fantastic guitars, and there's a reason everybody out there is trying to make guitars like that. Just Fender has that uh, incredible sound. Now, Fender has not offered the guitar for sale since 2006, but it makes sense to be bringing it back now with Nevermind's birthday coming up. And, you know, the actual guitar itself was not played a ton by Kurt on stage, but it was used by um, the unknown Moral Orchestra's Ruben Nielsen and Alves's, uh Molly Rankin. So it, it is a guitar that does get some play by some popular artists. So if you're into that kind of thing, if you want to see the the guitar that Kurt Cobain uh, wanted to make, I think it's listed at 1249 on the um, uh, on the website. But they are bringing it back to celebrate Nevermind. And, uh, you know, we talked about some Beatles before. 
It makes sense to try and keep the Beatles train going. George Harrison has some new demos that were released this week in anticipation of the All Things Must Pass box set, the huge deluxe package of all of these Beatles things that are coming out on August 6th. Uh, We heard two demos actually that came out um, very recently. It's Cosmic Empire and Run of the Mill. And whenever there's new Beatles content, I don't have to sit here and tell you to go listen to it. You already know that. You already know you got to go out there and listen to this stuff. They are one of the most influential bands, if not the of all time. And um, uh, I I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of George Harrison. He's obviously the guitar player in the Beatles. Uh, You you can hear some of his um, uh, really tasty licks in Cosmic Empire. Now, these are only two demos that we heard these past few weeks, but there's going to be about 30 more that are going to be coming out with the All Things Must Pass box set coming up. So a lot to look forward to in the world of Beatles with Paul McCartney and George Harrison. Let's move on to now to some of our anniversaries uh, of albums uh, that passed during the hiatus in this past week. And one of them is Ringo's birthday. So there you go, people. We have the Beatles trifecta. Ringo turned 81 on July 7th. He was born in 1940. Happy birthday to Ringo. And um, uh, like I said, that completes our, that completes today's Beatles portion of the program. And two other albums that are celebrating anniversaries this week are some that are very influential in the you know modern rock and indie scene. A lot of the things that we play on the station for Innovation WICB. And that is the debut EP from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Uh, that came out 20 years ago this past week they you know this is one of the bands that the bands that we listen to today on WICB were listening to back in the day for sure you know uh they're obviously one of the most influential indie bands of all time so great to see their debut EP turning 20 it's kind of hard to believe Uh, and another one celebrating anniversary this week is Built to Spill's Ancient Melodies of the Future. Again, this is one of those albums that all the bands of today were listening to. You can hear it when you listen to it. You know, the, the sound has not gone away. It really has only changed uh, slightly since then. So, uh, you know, happy birthday to, to Ringo and to uh, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs and uh, Built to Spill as our album celebrate anniversaries this past week. Let's move on finally to some of the new releases that are coming out when you're listening to this podcast. When you're going to hear this, there's already a ton of new music that came out very recently that you can go and check out. The new Claro is out. Her album Sling was actually recorded at uh, Alaire Studios in Shokan, New York, which is my neck of the woods, not that far from Woodstock, New York. That's right, that Woodstock. Um, You know, I, I listened to some of that album, and I think... That, that voice thing is going on that Billie Eilish does a lot in some of those songs. I don't know if that's an effect or if she's like harmonizing with herself, but it's definitely something uh, that we hear a lot in pop music today. I liked it, though. I thought it was really good from what I've heard. Uh, it's very soft. I have not listened to the whole thing yet, um, but it, it kind of sounds like Shokan, New York. Like If you go in that area, it's very kind of woodsy and relaxing, and there's some great views of the Catskill Mountains and the Hudson River, and um, uh, it really does kind of sound like Showcan. So that was very cool to see that Claro's new album is out as of the 16th. And another album out on the 16th is John Mayer. His album, Sob Rock, that's his eighth studio album, which I guess, what is this? Dad rock for your kids? Which again, I don't like using the term dad rock because eventually everything will become dad rock. Someday Vampire Weekend will be dad rock. You know, someday the Strokes will be dad rock. That's just how things go. But this is the guitar pop sound 
in 2021. You know, if you're wondering what that sounds like, this is going to be it. Obviously, John Mayer, we all know, is the player of the Stratocaster that we all uh, associate with these days, I think, at least in pop music. And obviously, being a part of Dead & Company kind of reinforces that. So, you know, it's cool to see John Mayer still out there and making some music. I have not listened to Sob Rock yet, uh, but I'm sure it will be a fun listen, as is a lot of his music. And if you're into the, you know, hip-hop and rap community, uh, if you like listening to that, I'm sure I don't have to tell you that the posthumous album of Pop Smoke is out today. And I'm sure you're listening to that, as you should be. You know, another artist that passed away far, far too soon. Um, so if you get the chance, definitely give that a listen. I'm sure it's fantastic. Like I said, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm uh, a great way to celebrate his work. Uh, and more music that's coming out. This weekend, obviously, Record Store Day is on the horizon, and um, uh, the the DGs are going to be releasing an album. And I'm sure you're wondering, wow, is this their debut album? Well, actually, no. The DGs is actually the Foo Fighters, and um, uh, they're releasing an album called Hail Satin, and um, uh, it's going to be a lot of disco songs, and there's going to be some live songs from their latest album, Medicine at Midnight. And I'm sure it's going to be great, but I'm just nervous because I've been a Foo Fighter fan my entire life, and I want more edginess you know i want another one by one i want other there's nothing left to lose so when they're making things like hail satin it just makes me nervous you know i'm just like oh please please be good please don't be cheesy come on dave please man i i, I need more more of the good stuff so i I'm, I'm hoping this album's gonna be great i'm sure it will be um but that is also coming up on record store day and then we got two more releases coming out f fairly soon uh, obviously on the 23rd Brittany Howard is releasing Jamie Reimagined. If you don't know who Brittany Howard is, uh, then you need to change that. She is the singer in Alabama Shakes, uh, a modern rock band for sure, and she's incredibly talented. She's also in the band Bermuda Triangle, maybe a, a smaller uh, band that she travels with sometimes on the side. And this is a solo project for hers, Jamie, that obviously you know is going to be reimagined by probably some other artists. And I'm looking forward to that, as I am with all of her work. And uh, another artist is coming out with a release very soon is Leon Bridges with Gold Diggers Sound. It has a stream of him on a motorbike, which is really cool. I just think it's cool that's the second time that's happened on this podcast. You know, obviously Soccer Mommy had the, the digitized me version, and this should be like the real one of Leon Bridges. Should be a lot of fun. Um, he had that uh, release a few years ago, his sophomore album, that was wildly popular of Leon Bridges. So I'm sure this new one will be great as well. That's all for this week in music. I am Dan Pizzani. I will see you again next week to recap another week in music news. Again, if you get the chance, please listen to all the content that we have to offer here on WICB, the station for innovation. But for now, this does it for me. Stay classy, everyone. I'll see you next week for another week in music news.